and coming back from uh, a beautiful weekend uh, in Vegas, uh, Pirates Cove. And uh, I wanted to talk about problem uh, And I wanted to talk about it because it is something that we as entrepreneurs do all the time and a lot of us don't do it very well. And uh, I think that the number one thing that I get pulled on the phone for and I get comment, you know, I get tagged in and I get DM'd is because people have problems and they don't know the answers, right? And so um, one of the biggest lessons that Layla and I have learned uh, as we've grown our business is kind of the, the unsexy truth about problems. And uh, the, the truth is it's that it's, it's usually the really shitty, obvious answer. And so uh, what I mean by that is that, for example, if you're trying to you know, get leads in the door and you're like, man, like, this campaign isn't working, it's usually not because of your Facebook bidding or because of the you know audience that you're doing or the demographics or like crazy Facebook algorithm, whatever. It's usually because the ad sucks, right? It's usually because the creative's not compelling. It's usually because the offer's not very good and the messaging isn't clear. As in, people just don't even know what to do next, right? Like one of the biggest things, like I, I, I like the biggest advice that I can give for like copy and creative and marketing is like just be ridiculously clear and assume you're talking to someone who's in the third grade or less like why is the big like why does every single like the presidential candidate that speaks in the lowest dialect in terms of reading level always wins is because most people just don't give a lot of attention to when they're listening to, and doing things and so the clearest simplest way of communicating typically works and so it's like man my legion is working i should probably go through this advanced facebook course probably not right probably just need to make the ad better because it probably just sucks Right, and it's like, man, my my page isn't converting. Like, what are the what are the hacks to get the the pages to work better? Right, it's like, you know, oh, I gotta do load times. I gotta, and sure, the stuff stuff works. It's important to have fast load times. It's important to have all that stuff. Um, but usually, it's because the headline doesn't make any sense and it's not connected to the ad that they clicked on. Right, or it looks and feels different than the advertisement, or it's it's connecting to something that's not congruent. And so, like, the simple shit. Right, it's the big obvious shitty truth. Okay, and then let's say, for example that this person magically makes it past the ad, magically opts in, and then they're, they're scheduling. You're like, ah, my schedule rate sucks. People aren't scheduling on my thank you page. Well, it's probably not because of the load times or because you have some fancy schedule. It's probably because the availability that you have is shitty, right? You get horrible times and it's unlikely that the person can make those times because you're only doing it to the, the 30 minutes that you can do every other day. And that's not convenient, right? If, for example, you suck at sales or your sales numbers are terrible, right? And you're like, man, I've, I've got I've to learn some super, super secret selling stuff. Not really. It's probably because you're not going through the basics of like labeling the pain, asking them why they even came in today, like figuring out what's been missing in their life and why the solutions they've done in the past didn't work, right? And then making them an offer that's relatively compelling, giving them a guarantee, things like that that would actually get someone who's normal to say, you know what, I'm going to forego the fact that I just met you and I'm going to sign up, right? And then you're like, man, like I, my retention's horrible. Like, why are why are people leaving? It must be because the Facebook algorithm is attracting weird humans into my gym. It's like, or your classes suck. You know what I mean? Or rather, they probably don't suck. They're probably just mediocre, right? And maybe everything's mediocre. And what I mean by that, and that might be hard to hear, but the reality is that the people who can hear that and actually do something about it are the ones who are going to be able to win. And so, like. When Layla and I look at the problems that we have in our business, because believe me, the problems don't stop. They just get bigger and hairier because there's just more stuff on the line. When we look at the problems that we have, we're usually like, what's the big obvious thing? Like, what's, what's the really obvious shit? Because entrepreneurs, a lot of times, we don't want to face the fact, right? We, we don't want to say, what if my trainer's not that good, right? What if my sessions are just 
average, right? Because like you're seeing people work out, so you're like, it's a success. But on average, it just might be average. And if you're average, it's really hard to win, right? It's just, you're gonna compete in the middle. And that's where everyone else is and everyone else is broke. So you don't wanna be like that, right? And so then you're like, man, no one's ascending, right? No one's taking our upsells. No one's, no one's, no one's buying semi-private. No one's buying PT. No one's buying nutrition and accountability, which we branded as hybrid, but is actually just nutrition and accountability. Um, no one's buying it. Well, it's probably because the first thing they got wasn't that good, and they were like, "Well, I don't want to risk something else because this one I'm not really already that satisfied with either," right? And so, one of the hardest things in the world is just looking and being like, "Huh." Why, what would somebody much dumber than me think if they looked at this, right? And if I were to ask somebody off the street, hey, no one's coming to my gym. Why do you think? They might be like, maybe your gym's not that good, right? But like, we're like, no, it can't be that. It can't be that. It must be something really advanced and technical and have, and have all these hairs on it. It's like, no, it, it, it might just be that. And it's usually because simple problems have complex answers, right? And that's, and that's one of the, like, I think Trevor Cashy says this a lot. He's like, short questions have long answers. Like, what is the meaning of life? Very long answer, right? What is a calorie? Very long, you know, like it's like there's there's long answers uh, sometimes to short questions. And so it's like, why are people leaving, right? There's a lot of facets to it. And it's usually because once you face the reality of the music and you just accept responsibility for the fact that maybe just maybe the food at your restaurant isn't that good, then you have to go through the really hard work of examining each piece. One of the first things that we do, especially if we had something that worked and then stopped working, is we examine the people. So we look at the people, we pull them out, and we're like, huh, what was it like before? When did this person start? And did it start sucking afterwards? If it's a yes, then it's usually that person. So even if I'm like, hey, are you working the leads? Hey, are you following the script the way you're supposed to when you're selling people? Hey, are you greeting people with a smile? Right? They're like, yes, of course I am, because I'm supposed to say that. But like, are they really? Right? Are they really? Well, if you're looking at the data, you're like, okay, everything's going fine. And then on Wednesday, last week, so-and-so starts. And then all of a sudden our show rates tank. Hmm. Right. We try and be reasonable and, and listen to people, but a lot of times they're just not executing the process that already worked. Right. Like for example, if you were like, you were doing great with lead gen for a while. Right. And then the big C word comes along complacency because you're like, you know what? I got this on lock. I'm going to move on to another part of my business and start focusing there. Cool, but then you forget to keep doing the things that got your lead gen so good. Maybe you've, you're not making 10 ads a week anymore. You're making five, you're making three, you're making them every other week, right? And all of a sudden, the actions that got you there stop happening. And so the results that got you there stop happening. The issue is that with business, a lot of times it's a delayed feedback loop, right? So you might stop doing some of your retention stuff that you were doing, that you were doing well, you were talking to members, you were reaching out to them. And then all of a sudden your gym grows and you stop doing those small touch points. And then all of a sudden your attrition goes up and you're like, what happened? Right? I mean, people came in, our churn was fine. And then a couple months later it started going up. And then the thing is, is that you, you had goodwill, you were depositing into the relationship bank, and then that goodwill started getting extracted out. And then as soon as there's no goodwill left, the attrition starts spiking, right? And so when you're looking at problems in the business, start with the big, obvious, hairy one, which is probably the one you don't want to look at. Then look at see if there's people who have gone into that process and changed it since like since stats either went up or down. And like, oh shoot, that's such a good one. Um, something about the final piece of this. Um, maybe it'll come back to me. Um, but the, the hardest part is is letting go of your emotion when you're looking and appraising your business. And I think one of the biggest 
insights that Layla has given me is she asks me the question all the time. She's like, if you were your business coach, what would you tell you? Mosey Nation, real quick, if you are a business owner that has a big old business and wants to get to a much bigger business, going to 50, $100 million plus, we would love to talk to you. And if you like that or would like to hear more about it, go to acquisition.com. You can apply anywhere on the page and talk to one of our team and see if we can help you get there. And I, I'm like, I've said this before and I'll ask you to say it again for yourself. If you were your own coach, a lot of times you actually have pretty good insight into what, like the nice thing is that your like subconscious mind knows everything that's going on in your business. But when you take the perspective, right, and you say like, well, if I were getting coached, I'd be like, here's my issues, right? And if I, as the coach, were hearing these things, this is what I would tell back. A lot of times it's different than what you're actually doing. <laughs> and honestly, I can't tell you, like sometimes I feel like I coach other people's business better than I coach my own. And sometimes I break my own rules and then I go ahead and I'm like, wow, that was dumb. I even coach people not to do this and I make the same freaking mistake. And so when you're looking at the overarching process, First, look at um, the big hairy problem and accept that it probably is the big obvious one that you don't want to confront and it's nothing advanced and you don't need to read another advanced copywriting workshop or you don't know, need to go to a seminar on funnels or you don't need to you know, become a super hardcore closer. Like You might just not be doing the basics, right? Or the person that you put in isn't doing the basics anymore. And that's one of the hardest parts because like, the thing that gets you to the next level is that you solve the problem and then when you move on to the next thing, that thing keeps going. And that's why sometimes owning a business can feel like spinning plates, right? It's like, oh my gosh, as soon as I let this one down, the next, or like I get this one spinning, the next one breaks or whatever it is, right? And the hardest part, if you think about business as a pipeline, which I'd encourage you to do, you have to make it all the way through to the end without anything dipping before you can come back to the beginning. So what I mean by that is that you have to have lead generation on lock. You have to have nurture on lock, I mean, meaning they schedule and they show. You have to have sales on lock, so you're closing at a high percentage and a high average ticket, right? You have to have your retention on lock. People are staying, churn is going down or staying the same, right? And then ascension, when you make internal plays and when you have upsells for nutrition, for accountability, for semi-private training, whatever it is, that people at a, at a fixed percentage continue to take them, right? And then once you get all the way to the end, and nothing else has fallen, that is how you scale. Because then at that point, you go all the way back to the beginning, and you say, all right, I worked my way all the way through this pipeline, right, and nothing broke with 10 leads a day, with 15 leads a day, whatever it is, right? I wonder if we can do the same thing at 50 leads a day. And then everything fucking breaks again. <laughs> and I, I promise you that this cycle literally never ends. And so if, you, if you're wondering, like, if the business problems that you have will end, they never will. So let me just, like, get you out of that mindset. But you have to take them one at a time. And you have to usually confront the big obvious thing, which is that the fundamentals usually just aren't being done. It's really it. Like, when I look at other people's businesses, it's usually the fundamentals. And I'm not even talking, like, I'm not even just talking gyms. I'm talking, like, I consult with other, other, other business owners who are 10, 20, 30, whatever million. And they'll ask me advice on whatever. And I'm like, are you doing this? And they're like, I'm not sure. I'm like, you should probably check because it's probably not happening. And then they call me back. And they're like, dude, oh my God, it was a mess. I went in there. They weren't doing any of the stuff that we had, that I taught them, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, it's usually that. It's usually the big obvious thing and it sucks. It like really sucks. But 
This is what we signed up for. You know what I mean? Is that we're trying to get this machine to work and work consistently, right? And so first start with the problem, then go to the person. And then, then only those things, if you really feel like you've done all of those things and you have people consistently executing, then you can look at the process and see if you want to redefine it. But only do that once you've been able to consistently get all of the other pieces in place. And usually you need to do that first. And those little processes that you like tweaking because you're an entrepreneur and you like fucking with things actually don't need to be changed. I can't tell you the amount of times that like, I can usually tell if someone's like more successful or less successful just from like an initial conversation because of how willing they are to break shit, right? Like the people who are more consistent make more money. They, they continue to rinse and repeat until they're bored to death. And then they keep going and doing it again because honestly, that's what it is. Like marketing is new, business is better, right? You don't wanna market better because better doesn't sound very good. New sounds good. New and different is what brings people in. But the same and getting better at doing the same thing is what makes businesses better. And so it's one of those hard dichotomies as, a, as, a, as, as an entrepreneur because you want to because we are usually promoters, like we making like making big white things, attracting attention, etc. But like the thing that we are usually selling just needs to improve, and that's it. And that's not sexy. And that takes one percent improvements. That takes looking through recordings of salespeople and listening to whether they're labeling the pain, listening to whether they're asking for the sale, listening to whether they overcame obstacles and actually tried. Right? It's like, are they actually making the calls? It's looking through their phone record to see how many calls a day they were making. Right? It's looking inside of uh, your, your trainers. If you have a, a platform for the trainer to text or the writing handwritten cards, to so make sure that they're actually doing it. Right? Looking to make sure that the phone that you have at the gym where you record all of your ads on a regular basis is actually full and being done. Right? It's just looking. And most people don't do that because they're too busy being, you know, lifestyle entrepreneurs and taking pictures on Instagram about how successful they are. So um, don't be those people. And um, I hope that makes sense in terms of problem solving from an approach. Um, it's usually the big ugly one and it's usually the one you need to tackle. Look at the person. If you're hundred percent positive about the person, then look at the process. Usually you don't need to do that. And then the thing that gets you to scale is to do each of those five things and do them and maintain them so that you can go right back to the beginning and break it all over again as you scale. So anyways, I hope, uh, hope you guys have an amazing Monday. That was something that was on my mind that I figured I would share because it's the number one thing that I get messaged about is little problems that are obvious that no one wants to look at. And so just be your own coach. Tell, tell yourself what you would tell someone else who told you this. Pretend another gym owner asks you the same questions. Usually you'll have the right answer. Uh, but anyways, drop a like, drop a comment. Um, drop a, if you're on the podcast and you're listening, um, please drop a review. We always appreciate reviews. Um, and have an amazing day. Keep being awesome and uh, keep grinding because um, we're all in it together. So lots of love and I'll catch you soon. Bye.